Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo starts now. now. Straight up Chimaclaw on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome into today's edition of the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. My name is Dave Burns alongside the one. The only John Gambadoro. Hi, Gambo. Bernsey, what's going oh, on? Listen to you with the voice. The voice is back. Oh. It's back. Oh, my God. I feel so like wow. it's crap. I think it's like 97% back. Oh, just look at that. You took it out for a test spin on that one. Four weeks, four weeks ago today. I, mean, I walked into the office. I'm like, I'm not feeling like I think I'm getting sick of something, but you're there. It was you're just back. a cough. It was nothing but a cough. I lost my voice. The voice is back. I'm ready to go. Well, you know what that means? I'm just going to sit back and yeah. just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Ease the seat back and let Gambo do yeah, all for the, the last month. You there. had to look around, make sure I didn't press the, wasn't pressing a cough button to go hack up a lung <laughs> and you had to talk for an extra 30 seconds. All right. you know? Just make Make sure you use your turn signal, okay? That's right, Gamble. Make sure you, you signal you're driving. You, oh, you left, geez. you do right. You just let us know what you're doing there, and I'll just sit back Still here. Still pisses me off seat. when people don't use turn signals. Does it really? Yeah, I beep at them. Or if I pull, if I pull, then I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this one snarky thing, and it's just I'll pull up next to a guy. Doesn't use his turn signal. I guess I'll be like, "Hey, your uh, your left turn signal's out. It's not working." <laughs> Oh, yeah, just you may want to get that checked. You say that on the freeway while you're going 80 miles no, an hour? No, like if we're at a light or something. Okay. If we get a light okay. or something, or I'll pull over. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's something, all right. That's something, DeAndre. We're just one notch or two away from road rage on that one, but that's okay. We're not quite there yet. Let's weigh in on our top story of the day here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo, the weigh-in. Brought to you by Revitalize Weight Loss. Weighing in on the Phoenix Suns and the new information that has come out about this series. We've got ourselves the schedule. And in some ways, it's our worst fears. And worst I'll, fears? I'll, well, oh, oh, okay, you I know, know where you're you going here. You know I'm going with this, right? Yeah, like, yeah, get ready, Chris. No, I'm, I'm not saying this is a big deal. And I'm not, I'm, it's hyperbole when I say it's our worst fears. But I was hoping for a little bit more of a break in between the games. Yeah, you don't. You're not going to get it. I mean, last year, I think once, I think once they got more than the every other day. They they're going to play every other day, and that's the and that's the NBA, and that's what wore Chris Paul out is playing every other day. I mean, you're an older guy. If you're Kevin Durant, you're Chris Paul. You know that's why you want. I always say this because I've had so many NBA players tell me this. Man, it's it's not about the amount of minutes that you play in a basketball game. Kevin Durant wants to play 40-plus minutes. He wants it. Okay, but he doesn't want to play seven games. He wants to play five. Mm-hmm. Let me let me wax this team in five games and then go sit on my couch and rest for a few days. They, the rest that the players want is not in the game. It's after the series is over. So going six against New Orleans last year really sucked because then, you know, they got to go into a seven-game series with Dallas. They ended up losing. So, yes, playing every other day can wear out older players because they just don't get the recovery time. I can't remember which series it was. I think it was Dallas, the one where Chris Paul had said, man, this every other day thing, It's, it's he admitted it was wearing on him. It was making him tired. Um, it, it, so here's the schedule. We've got it, the full, complete schedule. We okay. know it's going to be Sunday for game one at Footprint Center. We now know that's a 5 o'clock tip time. I was thinking it was going to be a little earlier, but I think the Lakers winning last night sort of took care of that. I like the 5 o'clock uh, tip I don't mind time. the 5 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I got yeah. no problem. In fact, to me, it's actually a little more in their rhythm. You're never really sure what you're going to get with those 1230 games. Sunday, game one, five o'clock. 
Tuesday, Game 2, 7 o'clock. Thursday, in L.A., Suns, Clippers, 7.30. Saturday, Game 4, Suns, Clippers, 12.30. Now you get the extra day. Now you get the extra day. You get the one time in the series, you get the extra day. Between 4 and 5. Yes. Saturday, then you next play on Tuesday. So it's Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Now, if this game, if it goes seven, you're going to go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, back to back to back. So if it is a seven game series, you're going to play back to back on six of those games. One of them you're not. You get the extra day's yeah, rest. Back to back where you just have the one day. And as you've said before, yeah. the one day really isn't that much of a day off. No, you know, it's, it's not. It's, it's not like a true back to back in the NBA, but a lot of times there's travel involved. You're getting on a plane, you're tired because you've been traveling the night before. We so we experienced this last year with the Suns. It's what in part wore out Chris Paul over the course of those two rounds. It's it. They played every other day. Now it's different this year. Right? Less pressure on him. Yeah. Doesn't have to carry that load as much. So he might not have to exert himself at the level that he did last year. And remember last year, too, Devin Booker suffered that hamstring injury about halfway through the Pelican series. So it was really on Chris Paul. Chris Paul literally carried them to that New Orleans win when he went 14 for 14 in that game six, right? Like, I I mean, so so it's different. Everything's kind of built different this year with the Suns. We probably shouldn't be as worried about this, but. When I was in my car and the schedule came out and Luke Lipinski kind of broke it, you know, he mentioned it for the first time in the car. I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, play off, play off, play off, 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 play. Right. It was like, oh, man, it's compressed. It's kind of jammed in there. You know, that being said, and we're going to talk in the next segment about those who believe the Clippers who have a chance of winning this series and kind of what they're basing that off of. You will not find those people at ESPN.com. All of the writers there who were asked to participate in predicting what's going to happen in the first round. There Every are what? single one of them. 16 of them, I believe. Yeah. 16 voted for the Suns. None voted for the Clippers. Now, one of the 16, one, two, three, four, five, said Suns in seven. So five of the 16 thought it would go the full wow. seven. Wow. Okay. The other 11 Thought it would go in six. You know, I was listening to, on my way to the gym, I was listening to, to Bickley Murata, and they had like a poll question out, like, which series is like the one you're worried about the most? Or And I think that they, you know, they, they Golden State, Sacramento. But Vinny was like very reluctant. Like, he really thinks the Clippers could push the Suns. He really thinks that they, now, I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, I, I get Define the, what that looks like for me. Five games? Six games at the most? Five, I'm either going to pick four or five. Okay. Okay. I'm either going to pick. They got no Paul George. I know. Well, we think. We don't think. Yeah, we don't. Well, well definitely we, for, the first, for, well, the, for, for the beginning of the series. We don't know for the entire he comes of the back. Series. He hasn't played in three weeks. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I think you're going to see. I think this team is on a mission. I think they're mo- We had Ish Wainwright in studio with us yesterday. Man, he's got like, this is it. They know it. I, I don't. I think they're going to wax the Clippers. Yeah. I think they're going to wax them. I'm closer to Vinny than I am to you. You are? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I would I would gravitate more towards Vinny than I would towards you on this one. Okay. In terms of, I, I think this one, because Kawhi is maybe the best two-way player in the NBA. Certainly is. one of the five best two-way players in the NBA. Yep. Uh, and all this stuff, I don't want to you know kind of spill our guts when it comes to what we're talking about next, because we're going to kind of talk about some of the strengths of the Clippers in the next segment. But I, I think, I, I, I believe... 
what we've talked about. I believe in what we've talked about for the last couple of weeks. If you're going to get the Suns, get them early. Because there's only been eight games with Kevin Durant. There's still going to be some kind of feeling out going on, right? There's still going to be some, okay, what exactly do we have here? And I I think the Clippers have a deep enough roster and certainly a talented enough top of the roster in Kawhi to be able to push this a little further than we think. I'm a little closer to Vinny on this one than I am you. You had a tremendous story that I really freaking loved today. I did not see it. You saw it, and it was just, it was great. And I think we're going to talk about it at 3 o'clock, right? The Suns Clippers preview. Yes, I just spent like 30 minutes on the phone with an NBA player like that's and I break it down for just break this all down for me. So just fascinated by how this, you know, and I talked about like KD's isolation, KD and pick and roll and, and switches and all of that stuff. So I just I am really excited about this series and maybe the Clippers give them a run for their money. I mean, we should give them some credit. Kawhi Leonard is just like Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard's one of the best players on the planet. Now, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas, on the other hand, believe the Suns have the third best odds to win the NBA championship. Yeah. Yes. They're behind only Milwaukee and Boston. I'll be honest. And not, rightfully so. Like, is, I think that those two should be the favorite, don't you? Um, Milwaukee. Yes. I would take. Yes. yes. I would take Milwaukee over the Suns today. Now, listen, if if the Suns win 12 games and they do it so overwhelmingly convincingly and Milwaukee's in a bunch of six and seven game series, maybe I changed my mind. But the way I would think today is that I would probably take Boston or Milwaukee over Phoenix at this point. But I certainly am not going to take anybody in the West over the Suns, including Golden State, if they match up. Now, here's what I was hoping for when it comes to the Suns and the Clippers. Are you ready for the Memphis Lakers schedule? Oh, my God. Okay, give it to me. Sunday, Wednesday. Oh, no, son of a... Saturday, no way. <laughs> then it then it compresses. Uh, they, so, so Sunday, give, Wednesday, Saturday. So then give LeBron as much rest as possible <laughs> in the beginning of the series. <laughs> those Suns, you know what? Yes, Sunday. I'll say Wednesday. This, Wednesday I, I know we're going to talk about it later. I was watching the the Laker Minnesota game last night and. Uh, real in overtime. Were you watching the game? Oh yeah, I watched it in overtime. LeBron James has this lob, like he's on the baseline, this lob pass to Anthony Davis, like this really high arching lob pass. Davis grabs it, puts it in. There's a whistle. LeBron basically grabs his knees, like I I can't, I can't move right now. He was exhausted. Like on that, it was in overtime, and he makes this great pass, and then the whistle blows, and it was no stop in action. And man, you could just look at him. I'm surprised he didn't just go to the floor and like lay down for a minute because he was, <laughs> he was like that gas tank was. Anybody watched the game last night knows what I'm talking I, about. I know exactly the play that gas tank about. was absolutely on empty at that point. Yeah, like he was out of the, the the phone wouldn't have worked. It had no battery left in it. Yeah. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, that's a really good point. We will talk about that a little bit later because there was a lot to talk about with that game. So while the experts think the Suns will win this series, there are ways the Clippers. Clippers could win in round one. What are those ways? What are their strengths? We'll talk about it next here on Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right. Just... One last thing real quick on the schedule that just blows me away about this with the Lakers and Memphis, right? The Lakers, the Suns could be going, if the Suns are to sweep the Clippers, and I don't think that's going to happen. You think it's a possibility. Sure, I, I think, think it's a possibility. Yeah. Let's just say it could happen. Okay. All right? 
Suns, Suns could have swept the Clippers before the Lakers will have played game three against Memphis. <laughs> That's nuts. That's you know what nuts. I want to say? And, and, and this, is, this is what I truly want to say. Can you look, just really quick, can you look at the Atlanta Hawks schedule and see if they've got the same three days off? Like, are they doing it for the play-in tournament teams? Because if the Hawks have three days and three days like LeBron does, then you might say, okay, it's fair, it's even. They wanted to give those teams with the play-in some extra built-in days off while these other teams have had five days. Okay, here But we if go. the Hawks are going every other day, then this is clearly a LeBron thing. The Hawks get an okay. extra day off uh, one time in their series against Boston. When is it? It's between Game 2 and Game 3. So it's Saturday no, I'm sorry. They get two. Okay, it's the same then. It's Saturday, okay. Tuesday, Tuesday to okay. Friday. So I take back the LeBron thing. It's clearly these teams that are playing in the play-in, they're giving them an extra benefit of, of, of days off because they've had to play in the play-in. Okay, yes. It makes sense. Saturday, Tuesday to Friday. Good so, way to look at it, right? Yeah. So a different, compare a the, was, compare sure. the Lakers to the Hawks and see if it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. They both got three days they both got two extra day, two days off between games twice. Because if twice. they were if they were compressed like the others, Hawks Celtics game two would be on Monday, not Tuesday. Or between game two and game three, it would be on Thursday, not Friday. So yeah, they're they're building okay. extra days there. That's what they're Sorry, doing. I just I was like a dog with a bone on that one. I just I, I know this, I, I know this it, deep it, dive during the commercial I, break. Like okay, yeah. let me see what the, this Lakers thing is driving me nuts. Yeah, it does but, seem like you know you, you know on a. On the surface, it looks like you're favoring LeBron by giving him these extra built-in days off. But they're doing the same thing for the team that uh, in the East in Atlanta. So it it, it is it it is it is fair. Right. It's fair. I'll move on. Okay, go ahead, move on. I'll, I'll move, move on. on. We're not. Let's talk about uh, the unthinkable, and let's th- let's talk about the Clippers. <sighs> Beating the Phoenix Suns, and when I say that, let's talk about how it could happen. Like, okay. well, I, I don't look sixteen and nothing. ESPN, their writers mm-hmm. all believe the Suns are going to win. You think it's going to be four or five games? I think they're going to smoke them. I'm more inclined to think it's six. I, I, okay. So let's let's talk about what it is about the Clippers, and and this is an article you sent me today, but it gave us a, like a good launching point for this. I think we have to start at the top, and we have to start with Kawhi Leonard, who's a two-time NBA champion, and yeah. who oftentimes has his very best games this time of yeah, year. Yeah. So. Clutch points, decent website, did a, a, a story, and it said three reasons L.A. will upset Phoenix despite Paul George missing the start of the playoffs. And they start with never count out Kawhi, like you mentioned. It says there may not be a more threatening opponent to face in the playoffs than a locked-in Leonard, who always elevates his game under the brightest of lights. The Clippers star is the rare player who posts a better true shooting percentage in the playoffs, and against the Suns, he may be able to take advantage of a lopsided matchup against the likes of Josh Okoge or Torrey Craig. And it says Leonard is no longer the explosive defensive force he was in the past, as he has evidently slowed down due to all the lower body injuries he suffered through the years. But their point is that this guy always steps up big time in playoff games. He's going to have a real favorable matchup. You don't have Jay Crowder anymore. You don't have Mikael Bridges anymore to guard him. You're guarding him with a, a, a slower Tory Craig and a smaller Josh Okoge, and he may feast on that. So, and I listen. If I'm the Suns. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop everybody else. I'm gonna let Kawhi get his 35 because I you know I'm not gonna put all of my energy into stopping Kawhi. I can't have Kawhi go for 50, but I gotta just assume he's gonna get his 30 or 35, and I gotta try to stop everybody else. But their point was that Kawhi Leonard elevates his game this time of year, and there's not a good matchup for the Suns to guard him. Yeah. 
unfortunately, it does bring back kind of memories of the last two playoffs for the Suns, right? We think Giannis about and Giannis Luka. and Luka. Those are the two names, right? Like the brightest of the superstars. Now, the question I would have is, do we still consider Kawhi to be that guy? Given that he's coming off the knee injury, given that he's they've, they've, they've taken such care of him this regular season, right? They've been very... Very, very cautious with Kawhi Leonard this year in terms of the back-to-backs and the minutes and the load management and all that stuff. They've all been doing it for this moment. Is the payoff there? Does the, do the Clippers realize the payoff of the work that they've put in to protect Kawhi Leonard for this moment? Or has he been playing those limited minutes and those limited games because he's just not quite the same guy that he used to be? Do you remember when in the last segment you said that 16 of the ESPN experts picked the Suns to, to, to beat the Clippers, all 16? Yes. I believe in that same article, the Warriors were an overwhelming favorite over the Sacramento Kings. They were. It was like 14 to 2, was it? Yes. I was even surprised there were two for the Kings. 14 to 2. Yeah. I would be fascinated to know how many people would have put the clip, picked the Clippers over the Kings if they had matched up. We'll never know. But I think that might have been favorable, too. I think a lot of people might have picked the Clippers. There is no player in this series between the Suns and the, and the Clippers that is going to benefit more from these five, six days, six days of rest than Kawhi Leonard. Not Kevin Durant, not Devin Booker, not Chris Paul. Kawhi Leonard is going to benefit the most from six days of rest. And on the flip side, we just got done this whole time complaining about the lack of rest in between the games. That doesn't help Kawhi either. When we look at it from the Suns' perspective, yes. but the play-off, play-off, play-off schedule, yeah. that doesn't benefit Kawhi no. Leonard either. No. Not with the way they've managed his no, injury. And Paul George, if he's able to come back, and then he's got to play every other day, sure. Reason number two, and this one is significant. I mean, and there's no avoiding this one. The Clippers' depth. It's much better than the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, Zero they, debate. Yeah, and they talk a lot about how they've got the two-way wings. They've got a lot of two-way wings that can space the floor and they can defend. And, um, you know, and Ty Lue is a really great coach. He's a really good coach. So... Uh, and it even goes back and it talks about in 2021 when he benched Pat Bev and Zubach against the Mavs, despite play those guys being so much a part of their rotation, that he is the best. I had a player tell me just a couple of minutes ago before we got in here that Ty Lu is one of, if not the best, in-game adjustment coaches in the NBA. He said it's him and Nick Nurse. So talking to a player just a short before we got on the air, Ty Lue is one of the best in-game adjustment coaches, him and Nick Nurse. So he's going to make those adjustments in-game, and that's not Monty's strength. You know, we know that from two years of Monty Williams. Monty's strength is not the in-game adjustments, but Ty Lue's is. So that could be an advantage for Ty Lue. I'm shocked in this article that you sent me that Ty Lue wasn't one of the reasons. I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. He's I, a, I really he's do. He's, he's, tr- he's a tremendous and every and, and around the league, they know him as a really good, you know, in-game adjustment guy. The, the three reasons that were listed, I would have fully expected Ty Lue to be one of them. He's not. The Clippers' depth, though, is very, very good. Obviously, it's going to be tested a little bit with no Paul George, but Zubats and Powell and Eric Gordon and Terrence Mann, they, they, Nicholas Batum, they go deep. They go deep, and that can be problematic. And then reason number three, and boy, I have a feeling we're going to end up talking a lot about him today and a lot this week, and that's Russell Westbrook. He is the wild card, man. What do you? I saw Kellen Olsen had a predictive piece on our website, and he's like, he is the X factor in this series, and there's no doubt about if that. If I told you Russell Westbrook is going to have a 30-point game in one of these playoff games against the Suns, would you believe it? Yeah, I'd believe it. Okay. Yeah, I'd believe that. How about two? See, because uh, that's the key two, to Russell Westbrook. And he... I th- I like you. I think he can do it once. I don't know that he could do it four times. 
And I think for them to win, they need a one-two punch without Paul George. And to me, that would be Westbrook. So can he do it three times? Can he do it four times? I mean, you know, that's the thing with him. He gets limited minutes at the end of games because I don't really trust him closing it out. And in a playoffs when everything slows down, he may have to shoot the ball more. It's really not his style. He's more of an up-and-down transition player, and that doesn't really bode well for the playoffs. But he's very capable of having a great game at any one time. And he may be extremely motivated going up against the Rams. Josiah on the FanDuel text line says the nice thing about this series is the travel is nowhere, nowhere the near the amount of time to New Orleans. And while I would agree it's not a super long flight from Phoenix to New Orleans, it's certainly a quick little puddle jump from here to L.A. It's so it's not, like, yeah. it's not like you're going to be spending a lot of time in a plane if you're the Suns or the Clippers. So there is that. You can text us your thoughts on the FanDuel text line at 620-620. Who knew? We now know, I should say, pardon me, I stumble at my words. We now know the seven seats in the postseason. Some of it was entertaining last night. Some of it was garbage. That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. LeBron alley KD. AD caught it. Goes up. Lays it in. Towns couldn't foul him because Towns had five fouls. <laughs> God, that game. How, so how did it? It was so. They bad. didn't have Rudy Gobert. They didn't have McDaniel's. They didn't have Nas Reed. Why the hell was that so hard for the Lakers? I feel. Why was that so difficult for the Lakers last night? I felt so much more threatened by the Lakers before that game than I did after. I've never, like, I, I know so you're you on my side I, now? I, I, Are I, you ne- coming I know over? you never have. I know you never no, have. No, they're not good. But it's, it's like, I look, before I looked at the Lakers, I'm like, man, LeBron and AD, two really good players look out. Then I watched that crap fest last night. I'm not scared of the LA Lake. It's like, okay, whatever. First of all, Minnesota was up the, almost the whole game. Yeah, but like they like were 15 up. for a lot of it. In there, yeah. And, and then Carl Anthony Towns stupidly got himself in foul trouble. And then they couldn't score. They just went through on this incredible run where they just couldn't score, but they couldn't make a basket. Yeah. And even with that, even with that said, it goes to overtime and the Lakers are up three. They inbound the damn ball. Mike Conley steals the ball. It was a great play by Conley. Steals the ball, passes it to, I think it was Edwards, passes it to Tayshawn Prince in the corner. Corner, three goes up and he misses the three. That would have said that would have forced the second overtime. Listen, like I'm not. I wanted Minnesota to win because, like, the Lakers are not going to get to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, they're just not going to. Memphis is going to wax them, by the way. I mean, Memphis is going to take them out. So I'm not even thinking about that. But I saw. So I'm not worried. Like, oh, I hope the like I could look look at the Warriors and hope they lose because I think the Warriors would be a formidable threat for the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. I wasn't watching the Laker game like, oh, I hope they lose because I don't want the Suns to play them. No, I want the Suns to play the Lakers. No, no, and, and now the Lakers are on the opposite side of the bracket. So, I mean, even if the Lakers do go on a run, yeah, the Suns Western would Conference meet them until the Western Conference Finals. Anyway, no, 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 make, make sure we're clear about this. I wasn't, like, fearful of the Lakers. When you said bring on the Lakers, I said I had no – I just yeah. – I had them ranked ahead of the Clippers. Like, when we were looking at potential first-round matchups for the Suns, and you said, who do you want, who do you not – the first team I said, I want the Clippers. Second team was, I want the Lakers. The third team was, I yeah. want the and Warriors. And I just, right? just reversed. I wanted the Lakers. Yeah, and, and it's, so it wasn't like this, but it was watching that game last night, just watching how badly they struggled and how tired they were at the end. How war- You mentioned LeBron. LeBron after the with his pass hands on his knees, bent over at the just, waist, trying to catch uh, his breath. Right? I mean, he was gassed. It was, it was overtime. 
Yeah, it was a beautiful pass by LeBron. He lofted it up so high over Carly Anthony Towns' head. The only guy that could get it was AD. He grabbed it, put it back. And then there was a whistle on the play. And then just LeBron just basically just – they showed a shot of him. Like, man, he's he shot. Yeah. Like, he is shot. Like, he needed that whistle so badly. I'm surprised he didn't lay on the floor for five minutes. And that Lakers, I mean, both teams. I mean, Minnesota couldn't hit a shot the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. And in no, overtime, I know. Right? That's Anthony, why they lost. Anthony Edwards was awful. 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 Awful last yeah. night. Carl Anthony Towns was stupidly committing foul after foul. There's no lead conspiracy against Carl Anthony Towns. He just he stupidly committed some fouls last night. Uh, Mike Conley was the only thing keeping him in that game. Anthony Davis, I mean, since we're passing out brain farts, let's give one to him too. Fallon Mike Conley with point one no, seconds no, left on a three. Game in the on quarter. a three. You know, I mean, it's like how stupid is that? So you just watch that game and you go, okay, the Lakers, they advance, the league's happy, they've got LeBron and the Lakers in and all that stuff. But if you watch that game, and I know I shouldn't be basing an opinion off of one game, they're not a threat. They're not a threat. They're 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 no, not. They're no, they're nope. They're one and done. They're going to be out before you know it. Because Minnesota, we'll see. I mean, because they're very capable of losing to either one of the teams that wins tonight, and they'll play that game at the at the Target Center in Minnesota. Is that yes. Friday? That's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. So then they're going to have to turn around and play Sunday. Uh huh. <sighs> Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Travel. Oh yeah. Tra- and and that's and it sucks for the for the. The uh, if you don't win, the, if you don't win the seven eight game, and you got to go play again, like you get, yeah, you get a little bit of torture. You, right you there. definitely get punished for it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, that was just it was like at one point during that game. If I thought it, if it weren't my job to watch this game, I would have turned this off so long ago because it but was. But you some wanted to watch that the game. Worst, I know, but it was some of the worst basketball ever. Okay, did you? That, have that's the only reason why the two oh, TVs. Did, yeah, but except the Diamondbacks game is you know two hours and ten minutes long, so it was done. Diamondbacks game was seven to one or seven to nothing. I know, and, and no it was halftime in the NBA in game. Six, yeah, crazy. It was halftime in the NBA game, so it was really easy to watch both games last night because the Diamondbacks game was basically over by the time the second you half know, started. It, it was so bad that if the, at the half the halftime show, they, they Charles said it, and then Kenny said it when he was walking up to the board. I was prepared to talk about the Lakers. Because Minnesota was playing well was and winning. Them. And each of those guys in the halftime show was like, I wasn't really prepared to talk about Minnesota. I was prepared to talk about the Lakers. But I guess I got to talk about what Minnesota's doing well. Yeah. So now the Lakers, like I say, they're, they're the seventh seed. They're on the other side of the bracket from the Suns. Not that we were worried about them, but you really don't have to worry about them now. They wouldn't meet until the Western Conference Finals. Just real quick. In Memphis East, is going to wax them. You think so? Wax them. Wax. Wax. Wax on, wax off. Mr. Beyond Gambosan. <laughs> no, Mem- I know Memphis is, is short. Memphis is without some key players. They're going to kill the Lakers. Yeah, they are missing a couple of key guys, but I just, I tend to think you're probably right. I am not impressed with the Lakers at all. Real quick in the East, the Hawks uh, beat the Miami Heat last night. It was, I believe, the first time an eight seed won one of these games. Yeah, I'm getting the nod of approval from Eric Ruby. Is it really? It was the first time an eight beat a seven in this. No, this playing tournament's not very old. It's only been around a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we've never seen an 8 beat a 7, and um, Trey Young, he didn't shoot the three ball well, no. but he played well Clint enough Capella last night. Clint Capella was the key. Clint Capella was the key to that game. 21 rebounds for him. He was great. Um, DeJounte Murray at 18, he played really well. And so now, you know, Miami's going to have to find a way to, 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 to come back and beat whoever wins this Chicago-Toronto game. Kyle Lowry, yeah, 33 for him. He did everything he could to try to, you know, get them to a victory. Tyler Hero at 26, but Jimmy Butler 
did not have a great game. No, for them. he did not. He struggled last night. Uh, he basically said, "We uh, come Friday, we got to legit play the exact opposite from the way we played tonight if we're going to advance yeah. and move on to the first round." Yeah, first time in the NBA's current playing format. And then an eight beat a seven. That's something I did not know coming into today. I I did not know that. Said I was looking forward to Lakers Minnesota, and I was. So I'm going to say this cautiously. I'm looking forward to tonight's OKC Thunder game. OKC Pelicans game. Pardon me. Who are you rooting for? I am rooting for Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, I'm rooting for the Pelicans. Normally, normally I don't have a dog in the fight. I like Shea. I like watching him play. I like his game. Yeah. And I still have got some built-up resentment from the Pels after last year. I'm rooting for the Pelicans because when your best, most expensive player is physically able to play but doesn't want to play, then I I, I want that team to win. <laughs> physically, I'm fine. What? Yeah. What? 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 Zion Physically, will play I'm great. When I'm, Zion I'm, I'm is great. ready. Yeah, okay. I want to play. Yeah. What, what, what are you talking Get on the freaking court. What are you talking about? I'm physically able to play. You're physically able to play and you're not playing? Yeah. Like, how does that make any sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, when he refers to himself in the third person. I might have botched the exact wording of the quote, but it was like, Zion will play when Zion plays. You got it for me, Ruth? Well, no, but what about, like, with Kyler? If Kyler is fully physically ready, but doesn't he maybe need a little extra time to get that mental there? You don't want to put him out there if his mental's not there, right? Are you kidding me? I'm serious. This society, we're so soft right now. Get on the freaking field and play if you're physically able to play. Like, honestly, we're so freaking soft. I'm not mentally ready to play. What, like, like, get on the court and play. Uh, I mean, physically, I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of uh, I feel like Zion. I know the atmosphere I'd be in uh, based off, like, the playoff experience. Uh, so now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I don't know how else to say it. I, it just sucks. Uh, I love this game. I say it over and over. For those people that think that I just want to sit on the sideline just to sit over there, I don't know why people think that. But, uh, nah, it sucks. I just, I just want to be playing basketball. If Kyler said something like that, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. If Kyler said something like that, I'd be like, come on, dude, seriously? Physically, I'm ready to play. It was clear. TJ Warren a few years ago with the Suns cleared to play, didn't play. Like, you know, I can't stand guys. Like, you're, you're physically able to play. You're clear to play. Go play. Go play. Like, figure it out in your mind. Go play. Like, what do you like? What? I need to be Zion. What does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? I felt like crap for three weeks. You know how many shows I missed? None. I couldn't talk. My voice was gone. I was coughing every five seconds. I still did the show. I was like, oh, like I need to be Gambo. But, you know, I'm not going to come back and. <laughs> thank God not, you didn't say that. I'm not oh, going to. thank God. Yeah, I, I can't do the show to, until, until I'm Gambo. To deal with as it is when you start yeah. referring to yourself in the third person. That's what a really I don't know. I just grew up in an era where my father worked three freaking jobs. Like you know, you work. You know, these guys. I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to play because but you're physically ready to play, but you're not playing. I don't know. I will never understand that. Don't even try. Don't even try to explain it to me. Anybody on Twitter? I'm not going to buy it. I don't believe in it. I don't get why he's not playing. Phoenix Suns are back in the playoffs for giving you the chance to score the hottest ticket in town. That would be Suns playoff tickets. Text Soft. the word ticket to six twenty six twenty. Register and listen for your name today during the five o'clock hour for your chance to qualify for game one tickets to see the Suns and the Clippers again. Text the word ticket to six twenty six twenty. Last night was great for one member of the Diamondbacks, eh, not so much for anybody else. That's yeah, next so on the Burns and Gambo show. The Burns and Gambo need to. No Twitter poll presented by Sanderson Ford. Eric's here with us. He's got today's Twitter. Sorry. 
He's got today's drop, Twitter cut, poll. Take two. Take two. Yeah. Thank you for the new drop. Liberty, liberty. No problem. No liberty. problem at all. Yes. I, I, can I come out of the water? I'm sorry? Huh? The commercial. The take two commercial with the Liberty Bibbity guy. Oh, yeah. The, the actor who can't say Liberty Mutual. Yeah, can't right? say Liberty it, yeah. Bibbity. Liberty. Yeah, like, yeah. What if I just came out of the water? Yes, you're welcome for the new drop. Me going blah. Eric. You've got a Twitter poll question for us, I hope. Yes, I do. It's Save those, me from me, please. One of those questions I wish we had five options on, but we only had four, and of course people commented the fifth. So the question is, who on the Suns is under the most pressure <laughs> to perform this postseason? Uh, the four options you have, and okay. feel free to throw in the obvious fifth. Right. Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker are your options. Lots of comments for DeAndre Ayton. We had a big discussion yesterday on the amount of pressure that's on Monty Williams. Blew a 2-0 lead against Milwaukee. Blew a 2-0 lead against Dallas. Not the best in-game adjustments guy. But I'm going to go Chris Paul. This is the best team he's ever been on. He's running out of time. It's his 15th season. We're not 100% sure he's going to be back next year. He's only got half the contract guaranteed. I'm going to go Chris Paul. Mm, this is a good question. It is a good question. It's a, it's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um... I, it's not, it's not Aiton. Okay, it's not Aiton. The right answer is Chris Paul, but I, I'm gonna say, and this might be not be super popular here. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kevin Durant because mm-hmm. he's just not supposed to lose. He's the savior, right? I mean, and I know that's a little bit of like overstatement, but like he's what twenty six and two in every game he's played in. There's a reason why you sold off everything in the organization to go get him. Okay, big fella, go show me why. You know, and 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 even though maybe he's got a little grace period for some fans because he's so new here. The dude doesn't lose. When he's on the floor, he doesn't lose. Look at the numbers. I'm shocked that Brooklyn now owns the Brooklyn Bridge and the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I will. Um, you know what? Put me down for Durant. There you I go. Think, I think it's Kevin Durant. I think I he's like got it. a lot of pressure wow. on him. That is not what the fans are saying. I, I'm in fact, sure it's not. Durant coming in third. Coming in first is Gambo's choice at 34.3%. They say it's CP3. In second place at 29.1%. It's Monty Williams. In third at 23.6%, it's KD. Only 12.9% saying the pressure's on book. Okay. Right. That's a good question. Good Eric. question. I like that. Uh, you too. can find that on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page. At Burns and Gambo, one word is where you can find it on Twitter. A three-ball, two-strike pitch to Longoria. Here it is. And it's popped up on the infield. Playable for Telez or Caratini. It's Caratini who's got it. This one's over. Milwaukee wins it. 7-1 our final. All right, before we talk about last night, and that was the great Greg Schulte with the call last night, the Diamondbacks 7-1 yes. loss to the Brewers. Let me tell you right now, just happened a moment ago, Corbin Carroll, two-run home run in the game going on as we speak. The Diamondbacks are now bringing, beating the Brewers 7-3 in the bottom of the seven. So they were up 5 nothing in this game, but the Brew crew came back with a seven-run, I mean a three-run seventh. They got three runs in the seventh, all off of Frias. He didn't even get an out. So Luis Frias did not record an out. He gave up all three runs after Dre Jameson 
He went now. Remember, Dre Jameson's not. He's not um, capable of pitching six, seven innings right now. So he's not. But he pitched four, and he didn't give up a single run. He didn't walk a batter. Three hits, four strikeouts. This is a great sign. This is a really great sign for the D-backs. Dre Jameson, who's Dre uh, Jameson, was on the show. Was it yesterday with us? Yes. Four innings pitched, three hits, no walks, four strikeouts. He was outstanding. Frias gives up the three runs. It's 5-3. And then Corbin Carroll, third homer of the year. It's a two-run shot. And the D-backs up 7-3 right now over the Brew Crew. A little bit of an oppo shot for Carroll, too. It was left center field. I think uh, Chafin might have had a hand in those runs, too, though he wasn't charged with them. I think he allowed one of the inherited runs to score, right? Basically, yeah, he, gave up he, he took over with bases loaded from Frias, and then they scored off of that. Okay, so yeah, and I think one of them, let me look at his box. Or none of them got charged to him. They all got charged to Frias, but Chafin kind of let some of those runs in. But they he came into an absolute mess. But 7-3, bottom seven. I was very impressed with Dre Jamison and his work that he did today. 54 pitches. They didn't want him to go too deep into the game, as you no. mentioned, because he's been out of the bullpen. But he pitched very, very well. He continues to pitch very, very well for the D-backs. Let's see if they can win this series. Now, last night, it's a great sign, because you know what I want. When Davies comes back, I want that other guy off uh, the rotation. We're, you're not even calling him by name, are you? Yeah. Madison Bumgardner. If Davies comes back, you've got to decide. I'm not going to take Dre Jameson out of the rotation if he's pitching well. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We uh, So now you've got Davies or Bumgarner, one of the two. You've got the big tarp over the limo. You haven't, you haven't pulled the limo out of the garage anytime recently. Fifth start. Fifth start. Fifth, you got my word. Fifth start. If uh, he doesn't have, if he doesn't have pick your, it up by his I, fifth start, I have your promise. I'm taking a limo. From, I'm taking a limo from Madison Bumgarner. I'm driving to Wyoming, and I'm going to find the closest rodeo and drop him off. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were making a Yellowstone reference. Isn't Wyoming where they go to dump all the bodies? Oh, you don't. You don't watch Yellowstone? Okay. Uh, One I'm of the lo- greatest TV shows. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking Would at. Would you Eric. like me to agree with you to make the conversation a, go smoothly? I'm a, he's a blank state. I I believe Wyoming is the state where Kevin Costner's Montana Mafia. They they basically go and they yeah. dump all the bodies out. That's what I thought you were. We referring did not have to. that in the mafia that I worked for. <laughs> you you were talking we about a, the. Rodeo. We didn't have a Wyoming area. Um, okay, so five starts. He's yes. got to give you a good start in the next five. If he doesn't give it to me. That's it. That's it. I'm not going. Like I'm not going anywhere. I th- I thought about seven or eight with you, but I like. But and I said to you. The, Dre Jameson pitch. Dre, Dre Jameson pitches well. You don't have to worry about like who's going to replace Madison Bumgarner. Like he's replacing Bumgarner. Davies comes back and he he pitches, and then Bumgarner's out of the rotation. Let's see. Five I don't starts. want to write the guy off yet, but I'm close. I was just curious. I was just curious when mm-hmm. you were thinking limo because we haven't seen a limo in a long time from you. Uh, as far as last night's game, very little positive to talk about, with the notable exception of Merrill Kelly. He was great. He was really good. He was great. He uh, the thing about Merrill Kelly right now, but he, he had a no hitter going through six. Walked four batters again. I uh, know. How many times he walked four batters last year? Uh, I don't. Three. Three. You know how many times? How many times he walked four batters this year? Three. Three. Already. Three. Yep. He's already walked four batters the same amount of times that he did all of last year. All of last year. I'm a little concerned with the control right now. Now, he was really good yesterday. He had the no-hitter going. Then he gave up the solo home run. A couple guys got on base. They go to the bullpen. The bullpen blows it. Doesn't keep him in the game. I kind of felt bad for him. But the walks are just a little slight concern there with the amount of walks that he has given up. Uh, the big story, I think, last night was Corbin Burns. He was That was one of the best starts of the season that we've seen out of any starting pitching Craig so Count. far. Craig Council said it might have been his best start as a brewer. Yeah, he was. Like, he was that dominant. He was, he was dominant. Three hits, eight. 
eight strikeouts in eight innings. Nobody got on base. The one through five hitters for the Diamondbacks were absolutely shut down. Tori Lavello after the game. I don't have a lot to say other than the, other than their starting pitcher was really good. Um, we, we just got to turn the page, spit it out. We've been playing good baseball. I think I expect this team to do that. Um, they've been very resilient. Um, they've been adaptable to any environment, and they're going to come out and give a great effort tomorrow. So that's that's the focus that I have right now. Tomorrow is today, also part of today. Guriel, three-run homer in the third. Gave him a 4 nothing lead at the I, time. I His first homer is a yeah. diamondback. Listen, good, good for him. I still can't get over the purple hair, though. <laughs> that purple hair, man, that just throws me so off. Why? It just does. You've never I mean, seen people with purple hair before? No, not really. No? Well, How many that's... times have you seen a person with purple hair? Uh, like, it's less than five. In my lifetime? In your lifetime. No, I've seen people with purple hair more than five times really? in my lifetime. Really? Yeah. What would it take for you to dye your hair purple, Gambo? What would have to happen? Well, first Some of all, he'd, he'd have to have hair. I mean, you got to start oh, at that man. kind of baseline, Damn, right? Boom. I got plenty of hair. <laughs> you want to prove it by dyeing it purple? No, I don't get why somebody wants their hair to be purple, but that's me. I think know? I think you need to hang out like at a coffee shop every now and then. You sit long enough at a coffee shop, coffee shop with your laptop, pink hair. You pink? will you will see multicolored hair. It's it's right. it's like not a thing Listen, anymore. Here's my thing: be whoever, be happy. Right, right. You know, if, just be happy. Purple hair if makes you happy. happy with purple hair. Have purple. If you're happy with green hair, have green hair. You got one life to live. Be happy. Be whoever you want to be. Just Man, be happy. Maybe I should dye my hair purple for the Suns. Do just it. To, just to throw him. Maybe I Do should. It. Maybe you should come here tomorrow. With I, then I have six people I've seen with purple hair. <laughs> we should we, maybe be a purple hair bet. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, the Suns approach for the Clippers. What should they be prepared for? That's next on the Burns and Gambo show.